Hey, hey guys, welcome to episode 28 of the Table Talk with Toddy podcast. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you were willing to take an untraditional leap of faith to get to it? Is there a dream job that's been on your vision board for years? Or do you wonder what it takes to get hundreds of strangers to recommend you for a job on social media? Well, today on the show, we have someone who took a leap of faith to snag her dream job at Complex Magazine. Palana Lamonier is an edutainer. She loves educating and entertaining her audience through digital, social media print, and TV talent. And whatever she does, making sure she's telling compelling stories is always at the top of her agenda. Palana has written for ESPN's The Undefeated, Blavity, LearnVest, Her Agenda, Black Enterprise, and more. Her resume is quite impressive, as she's interviewed some of entertainment's trendsetters from Tracy Y. Oliver, writer of the hit movie Girls Trip, to Yvonne Orji from HBO's hit TV show Insecure. And to the best part of her entire resume, Paulana loves Jesus, Beyonce, and trap music. In that order. So you already know I had to grab her for some one-on-one conversation. In today's episode, we are getting into Palana's impressive leap of faith as she combined her ambition and the wildly popular Hire Me campaign trend to position herself in the front of hundreds on the internet. So let's go ahead and dive into the show. Welcome to Table Talk with Toddy, a podcast for millennials designed to motivate, inspire, and educate you on what it really takes to live a real life on purpose. This isn't your typical podcast. You can count on me to keep it real, funky, and relatable here on Table Talk with Tiny. So, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Hey, girl, how you doing? I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited to have you. Now, I read somewhere in your bio that in the fifth grade, your orchestra teacher called you a gossip monger. I had never heard of that word before. Because yes. I love telling classmates about music, TV, and you throwing cafeteria food. But this apparently had a lot to do with your decision to make this whole storytelling thing into a career. So this is what I want you to do, because I'm curious to know. Take us back to the fifth grade. Do you remember the very first record that you ever bought? or the first TV show you fell in love with that kind of made you want to get into the entertainment industry? Yes. So um, so my parents, I wouldn't say super religious, but, like, me growing up, they were very big on making sure, like, they were really big on what I was consuming in the household. So I had an aunt of mine who, like, who loved me very dearly, and shout-out to Tati Evelyn because – she um, put me on to Britney Spears, and at that time, that's when Britney Spears came out with her first album. Yes. Mhm. And so that's when she came out with her first album, and at that time, she bought me her first album, and then she got me this little hot pink CD bag where it, you can put, like, the front part of the zipper, you can put, like, the CDs in, and then the back part, you can put your CD player with the headphones, and girl, I was rocking it in the fifth grade. And then after that, she had bought me my first bootleg, which was the Usher's um, Confessions album. <laughs> and, yeah, girl, she bought me my first bootleg. Um, um, it, it was the Usher's Confession album. And since then, you know, I've just been really into music. Um, and as funny enough, in the fifth grade, I was on the yearbook committee. 
So that's really how I got my start into, like, I guess you would say journalism and print because I had to learn a lot about deadlines. I had to learn about, you know, making sure people were involved and um, things like that. So, yeah. Right. Interesting. So you mentioned the Britney Spears album. That was your first album. Okay. Like, y'all weren't on the on the line when um, Paulana and I had our, like, pre-show conversation. We are finding out that we have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is mm-hmm. also something else. The Britney Spears album was my first album along with the Brandy. Um, I think the album at the time was Never Say Never. That was my first, like, physical CD um, album that my brother actually bought me. And so, like, that's, like, so long ago. But that's when I was first also introduced to, like, you know, music. And I guess this whole culture that um, is now, like, evolving so rapidly. So I wanted to ask you that first because I was like, I could just only picture you in the fifth grade, always catching your friends up on, you know, what's going on in entertainment. And, and like, that just seems like you were, like, the cool kid back then. So I would have loved mm-hmm. to be I was girl. I was a cool girl. And I was a class clown too, so people knew that it was always going to be lit around me. Always going to have a good time. I love it. So now you're born and raised in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so I know you guys are listening and you're wondering, okay, well, how did y'all meet and, and why it, why did you bring her on this show? So y'all know I always have a reason why I bring someone here, and I know y'all are going to love her just as much as I do. So let me tell you how we met can y'all guess like where do i meet the majority of my amazing guests on social media i met her on twitter and um i was scrolling down my timeline if i'm not mistaken it was actually the first of this month and something really interesting caught my attention a retweet by one of my favorite millennial entertainment journalists gia peppers i love her um and i love following her on twitter She's so, like, she's so humble, you know? I love mm-hmm. her. And, um, she retweeted something that said, quote, since turning 26, I've learned to pursue my dreams with reckless abandon. So I created a site so Complex can hire me. So, y'all, legit, I was literally sitting in my bed, and I was screaming out loud and in my head, yes, like, yes. <laughs> Um, so, of course, <laughs> I immediately retweeted it, and just me being me, I had to engage in conversation with this person. Like, I, like I, I had to find out who in the world is Paulana and how in the world, why in the world, I need to know more about what she was thinking when she created this, what is called a Hire Me campaign. So, so now we're here. I've got her here with us to kind of give us a little insight on um, what her motivation was to really start this campaign. But for those of you listening, and and maybe you don't know what a Hire Me campaign is, because I actually, until doing research for this interview, I didn't even know it was such a thing. So maybe I'm just late, or I don't know, but I didn't know that people were actually doing this. So a Hire Me campaign is basically like an unconventional resume, and it's a competitive way to grab the attention of large companies that you want to work for. Now, when I first started out as an entrepreneur, I had never, like, this was something that was unheard of. Like, you people just were always taking a traditional route. 
So Paulana's dream has been to work for Complex Magazine, which is a New York-based media platform that basically hires or highlights the voices and conversations of, you know, some of our artists from hip-hop to pop. That's who they are in a nutshell, which obviously describes who, who Paulana is in a nutshell, too. She's very fun. She's into what's going on in hip-hop and pop, in pop hence the Britney Spears album. <laughs> um, <laughs> so instead of her taking a traditional route for applying for a position here, Paulana set up a website, and the website is, if you guys, I think it's still up, um, complexpleasehirepaulana.com to garner the attention from the brand with the support of her social media networks. Now, this is what I want us to really talk about today. But before we dive in, I want to reference a tweet that you tweeted not too long ago, and it said, shoot your shot. Don't let let fear paralyze you into not doing it. I almost did. So let's get into it, Paulina. Take us back to the day where you were at your computer and you said, I'm going to go buy this domain. I'm going to create this campaign. What made you shoot your shot with Complex? Well, um, first and foremost, um, shout out to Gia. Shout out to Gia because um, she's actually one of my ween sisters. So there's this program called okay. Women in Entertainment Empowerment Network. And um, so she was, um, so we fought. So I, I, Gia's like my sister. So, um, so yeah, so shout out to Gia for retweeting that because if it wasn't because of her, you know, we would have never connected. But that moment, um, I really need, I, I really needed a job and I still do need a job, but right now I'm just more freelancing. But, um, it was the inspiration behind it was I was listening to, um, a podcast episode by, uh, my lead teal, um, called My Taught You, hashtag My Taught You. And um, she's like my big sister in my head. That's like, <laughs> she doesn't know me. I mean, I know her, but my leak. Hey, girl, that is my big sister um, in my head. And um, there was yes, an episode that. <laughs> no, she's like, she's amazing. And um, and I just love how transparent she is. And there was an episode where she was talking to um, Daytuan Thomas, the uh, editor-in-chief of Vibe. And um, he's like an uncle in my head, too. So everybody, they just family in my head. And and um, the name of the episode is was, like, Pursue Your, Dream, Pursue Your Dreams with Reckless Abandonment. And um, I was like, wow. Like, he was talking about how, you know, he was, you know, following Diddy. He was waiting outside of, um, of Diddy's office and hoping for an opportunity. And, you know, Diddy was like, yo, keep hustling. And long story short, Daytron was like, yo, I'll see you at the top. And Diddy looked back and he smiled. And I was like, this is how you get people's attention. And I was like, okay, what is a way that I can get Complex's attention? You know, what is, what is, what, what is, how can I do that? You know, I may not have a lot of the skills because, you know, I may not have a camera, but I know how to, I know how to read off a teleprompter. I know how to write scripts. I know how to edit. So it's just that I know that as compared to my competitors, it may not be up to par. You understand what they're looking for. So I was like, what can I do to make sure that I stand out and at least get my foot in the door? And um, I was looking around. I was doing some research. And then I saw this kid. He um, he was trying to – this was at the time where Chance the Rapper was looking for an intern. And this kid, he created a website called Chance um, – Chance Hire, I think his name was Hospi, 
And I looked at mm-hmm. this, and I was like, yo, this is really dope. I really like the idea, but I, I honestly was not going to do the website. I really didn't want to, um, although I love the kid's idea, but I was like, I really didn't want to. I felt like it was really, you know, audacious, like very ballsy for me right. to tell you to hire me. But right. come to find out, the kid ended up getting the job. So I was like, you know what? If that works for him, let me do it my way. I love the group. I'm, I'm a big person on giving credit to where it's due. So I was definitely inspired by what he did. And I was like, you know what? Let me do it my way. And um, and so I, I bought the domain um, complex, Please Hire Polana. And I made sure I put the please there because I really mm-hmm. wanted them to see that, you know, not in the sense of a, it's a form of begging, but it's a form of like, yo, just give me a shot. Just give me that one opportunity to prove myself and um, just give me that chance and I'll take it from there. That's all you need me to do. That's right. all I need you yeah. to do. Just give me that chance and I'll take it from there. And so I bought the domain name. I literally probably had like maybe $20 in my bank account. Excuse me. I bought the domain name and, um, and yeah. And then I, from there, I just started, um, I, I started adding things that I thought were important. So, you know, I, I made sure my personality, but also my creativity was there. So you saw I add the gift where it was like, you know, I made sure the bio was pretty funny. I added the gift so people yeah. know that I have good camera presence. I had the little, had a space where you could see my past work. Um, and then I wanted to show like, yo, if this girl is doing this by herself with not much backing, can you imagine if she had an engine or a company like complex to back her up and that's what I wanted people to see like and the whole point of the campaign was um to get people I didn't have a large following but I had this click to tweet which <laughs> I know Nadeska is probably like really annoyed that I had everybody at her <laughs> but it was like the the tweet was hey complex and Nadeska you've met the rest now here's the best please give Polana a shot and I feel so bad um, that I had, I probably should just like send her, a, you know, an apology tweet. Um, sorry for having people bombard you, but um, maybe I should have had the EICs at name or something like that. But I felt really bad. Now I feel really bad. Like I had a bunch of people tweeting her, and she's probably not even a part of the hiring process. So I probably should have thought that through a little more as far as who should have been the um the at name. But yeah, so I created the website, and um now I'm here. That's so like that was. The move you made was definitely a faith move, and I can relate to it because I can recall, you know, a lot of instances, like when I first got into this whole, I guess, entrepreneurial journey, because I guess that's what it is essentially. Um, I had a lot of the odds against me, so I know you mentioned that you you probably didn't have as much experience, a camera, or, you know, the quote-unquote um, you know, prerequisites for a particular position or a particular job. And you used what you had and you packaged it up and you made it appealing to everybody else. And I think that's something that a lot of people are missing nowadays right. is that extra wow factor that we can create. And I said something like this on Snapchat last night, like everything we need to get to the next level, we already have. It's in our heart and it's in our mind. Whatever you already know, you can utilize it to get you to, to propel you to the next level. So this is why I was so intrigued by your whole campaign. And even though, you know, people have done it before, 
I think the one that I remember from um, before yours was Matthew Epstein. I think his website was like, Google, please hire me or something. And, like, people have done it before. But what I think has – what really, I guess, uh, caused me to want to learn more about you was the story behind it, how you um, integrated a story. So you didn't just say, hey, hire me complex. You kind of gave some history on why. You told people why. And with every – like, every industry, like, it's already saturated. That's already a proven fact. But I do believe that our individual stories, and our willingness to take it a step a, a step above what norm everybody else is willing to do is what's going to give us that dream job or that dream position. So, can you? Um, I know you already told me, but can you tell the listeners like what was the um, what was the response from Complex? Did you get one? Because I know you got like over three hundred retweets, so it went viral pretty quickly. And it garnered a lot of attention. So can you tell us what the the result was from um, the campaign? Yeah, so that campaign pretty much got the right people to um the right people to see me like it got people's attention it, 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 and, and that's really what I wanted was to make sure like you know even if complex didn't hire me, somebody gotta hire the kid. I need a job, okay so and um it really just that was the attention that it got and it, and I felt like too that um it was it, it kind of created a domino effect like people started being more you know p- people started pursuing their dreams more like they started taking their dreams more seriously um because right. I feel like you know people they dream and like oh, well, you know, if I make it I make it if I don't I don't but me I was like oh heck no like y'all gotta hire me like I'm yeah. I'm literally begging you at this point. And so I had a lot of different people, you know, they hit me up, they you know, they hit me up and um they were, you know, asking me what's the status. People were tagging on Facebook, people were tagging the HR wow. recruiters, um, tagging the HR recruiters, tagging their friends, editors, um, that worked that complex. And so so pretty much um I got an interview, it got my foot in the door, I got an interview and I was crying. I was like, Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. I started speaking in tongues, girl. I was like, Hallelujah, Jesus. I started speaking in tongues because I got the interview, girl. And um and yes, yeah, so I got an interview literally, um, so like I got the interview. And then they called me in the next day, and then I did the screen test and everything. But just to fast forward, I didn't get the job. I ended up not getting the job, um, you know, for internal for internal reasons. I guess the hiring process. I probably won't go into detail with that, but um, I didn't end up getting the job. And um, you know, I was in the day that I got the job. It was um, the day of my youth survival, and so so I'm, wow. I'm the youth leader at my church, and so. Okay. I'm mean, used to at my church, so it was the first day of our youth survival. So literally, it was 10 a.m. It was 10 a.m. Um, the interview from 10 to 1, and then literally they told me like, you know, we're not, you know, we're not bringing you on board. And I was like, okay, you know, I me personally, I took that as a not right now type thing. I was like, all right, yeah. In my head, I'm like, all right, you know, you you said no, you said um, you said no now, but I'm I'm gonna just take that as a not right now, and um. And so I'm sorry, I'm trying to get my thoughts together. And so, okay. um, 
And so, yeah, so when they told me no, I was really devastated by that. And then on top of that, I had to lead praise and worship at my church literally a few hours later. So I felt so defeated and discouraged. And then for me to sit there and lead praise and worship in front of a bunch of youth, in front of kids that are seeking God for something, I was devastated. I was like, "Uh uh-uh, Lord. Like, I, I took a leap of faith. I did, you know, I did what I was supposed to do as a Christian. I've been, you know, going according to what I was supposed to do. And here I am. I have to sit there and be a beacon of, not a beacon of hope, but encourage youth. And I'm not even encouraged. You know, right. it was it was probably one of the worst days because I was just, I was, I was upset, you know. But, um, you know, God has other plans. I really can't, I really can't, um, God has other plans. I really can't, I'm not going to sit there and argue with it, you know. So, yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I was going through that day. I understand, like, what you said, and, and thank, first of all, thank you for your transparency because that's hard to get from some people. And I can mm-hmm. only appreciate when you can just be honest. From you say, you know, you needed a job. Like, you needed a job, and that was a part of your motivation for doing it. And from, you know, them telling you, no, not right now, because that's really what I, I take that as the same thing, because you've already planted the seed. Um, right. And so now that you planted the seed, you know, when they are hiring or, like, you know, it's kind of like branding. So when people think of hiring somebody for complex, then you're going to come to mind because of the effort you put in and the seed you planted. So, yeah, I do take it as a not right now. We'll be hearing from complex soon, guys. You heard it here first. Okay? <laughs> so, but what you said about, you know, having to go and do praise and worship after, you know, a disappointing time, because it was disappointing, you know, you feel like you've done everything and then it doesn't turn out the way that you want it to, like as humans, that's just naturally disappointing. Mm-hmm. And, but I, you know, I do believe that all of this, I think sometimes God uh, pushes us to make moves that we think we've dotted all the I's and crossed the T's and, and we have a specific outcome in mind, but for him it's different. So who knows, maybe this campaign was to propel Paulana, the, the brand, into another atmosphere or right. more awareness around who you are. And then after a while, these publications and, and media platforms are going to be knocking your door down. You know, so it could have been, you know, the same way you're doing this interview. You know, like I claim for you right now a whole bunch of interviews where you could tell the same story. And you don't know who who is going to reach, who's going to listen, and be so inspired by your willingness to even take it that far and to take it that serious. And and that's going to be the the thing that's going to get you the job that you want at the right time. Right. And so that's why I really really wanted to hear, like, you know, what your whole thought process was behind it. But more importantly, going forward, not just for you, me, but for everybody that's listening, I also believe that, in the meantime, doesn't mean to do nothing. And I always tell people that, like, always being prepared for the opportunity that you want is just as important as landing the opportunity that you want. So another thing you posted on Twitter, because I love your tweets, I always read them, and um, you posted something last week and you said, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. And that's, like, one yeah. of my favorite mantras ever. So yeah. I want you to explain to us, how this translates in your life and 
Um, can you tell us of uh, an opportunity that may have come to you in the past as a result of being prepared? So let's talk a little bit about the power of being prepared. Mm, yeah, the power of being that is a great question, the power of being prepared. And um, meaning like as a journalist, you want to make sure that your site is ready as far as like, you know, your domain name, um, making sure you have clips ready to go. Um, if people are asking you, make sure, making sure you have story ideas ready to go. Like for me, for instance, I have a Google Doc of all the ideas and all the people that I want to interview for this year and next year. And I'm proud to say that I'm, I'm like halfway through it. Um, so I praise God for that. And that's just a, a lot of discipline and consistency and making sure, like I mentioned earlier, having your website ready, making sure that your clips are ready to go. So that when people are asking you, hey, what, can I see some of your past work? Oh, here they are. You know, if you have a, you know, if you want to do on-camera work, where's your reel? Now, I'm currently working on my reel at the same, um, at, in the current moment, but I still have videos that can prove, like, what I'm like on camera, what I'm working on right now. And so as a journalist, you always want to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Taking edit tests, making sure that you're freshening up on your skills, making sure you know what's happening um, in the current day, you know, what's happening in the news, what's in the news cycle right now. So I think I'm a firm believer in stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Because when somebody, when that opportunity comes, girl, you don't want to be looking like, walking around like a chicken with no head. Like, that's the last thing you want to do. Like, if the opportunity comes, okay, yes, I'm ready to go. Um, and that's yeah. why, because these opportunities, you know, yeah, another one may come down the line, but why wait for the next one if the opportunity is right in front of you? Exactly. Very, very, very true. Very mm -hmm. true. And um, all the time, you know, that you have in between opportunities, I feel like you should always be pouring into yourself, always learning, because they say knowledge is, I think, um, Eric Thomas said, uh, knowledge is the new money. Get you yes. And I, I mm -hmm. like, if you, if you aren't where you want to be, if you're not working the job that you want to be, there's so much work that needs to be done in the meantime. Self-development, learning more about your craft, becoming the best at your craft. And another thing I firmly believe in, um, I guess, I guess this is just a brand strategist in me, is building your own platform, building out your digital resume. Like, people should be able to Google you and find something. You shouldn't wait until the first major corporation hires you to get a resume popping. You know what right. I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. So be doing stuff. And I know you do um, with your church and to see what you've done. They have access to that 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So just always being prepared. And like you mentioned, working, you're working on the real and just always bettering what you're doing so that when the company or the, the um, dream job does present itself, that you, you know, have your stuff together. Mm -hmm. And the chances of you getting that job is a lot greater. So you've inspired me all over again. <laughs> Praise God. You know, Thank you. Mm. you. And um, you're amazing. And, and like I said, like the whole complex thing, I feel like it's just a, a not right now that they're definitely going to call you and um, you're going to get that job. But is there any, if, if you could give any last words to someone out there that is maybe in a position where they don't have their dream job, and they don't know how to go about pursuing it. Can you give them one piece of advice for being 
unconventional and taking that leap of faith like you did with your hire me campaign? Yeah, so one piece of one piece of advice is, you know, if plan A doesn't work, make sure that plan B is to make plan A work. Um, I think that's actually a quote somewhere, but um, you always want to make sure that your backup plan is always to make sure that your first your plan A is still in motion. Um, I, I think that investing in yourself is really important. So I have a life coach, not to go on the tangent, but I have a life coach. Shout out to Stacey saying. And she, um, I feel like God really placed it in my life, and she always reminded me, like, okay, what are the what are the steps that you're taking to making sure that your plan is going into effect? Okay, you're running out of money. That means that you need to make sure you have a job so that you can still have your your, your dreams are still in motion. So me, for instance, I'm a I'm a life I'm a not a life coach. I'm sorry, I'm a swim coach. <laughs> I'm a swim coach. So I teach people how to swim. Right, and I've been doing it all through college, and um, and I did that because I need to save money, and I can make, I can create my own hours, I can work at any pool, and there's always somebody in demand wanting to learn how to swim. So that's always been my side hustle. And whatever you do, make sure you make those side hustles lucrative to the point where you can make sure that your dream is still happening. So please don't give up on your dreams, and if you feel like you are, um, try to get some accountability partners to make sure that you don't, um, and make sure that Plan B. Most most importantly, Plan B is in place to make sure that Plan A goes into effect. Absolutely, perfect, perfect advice, perfect advice. She gave y'all a lot there. So thank you, Paulana. Like I feel like we're new friends now. I've made a new friend, and um, hopefully, I can get you back on the podcast later soon in the future um i think we can continue to have really good conversation um and so thank you for agreeing to come on here and just i guess share and and be vulnerable and transparent with my audience and and i know that someone listening is going to be inspired because like i said before we even got on the phone i was super inspired by your story and and just feeling that connection to you because of your ambition and your willingness to do whatever it takes to get to the next level without losing who you are i i have to point that out without you know losing your faith and and without compromising who you are and i think that that's so important to point out because I can't imagine how many people are trying to get a job at Complex mm-hmm. and other large publications. But the fact that you haven't lost who you are, it, it says a lot. And I think, and I know it's going to take you far. And I think that's something that everybody listening can take away from. So thank you again for hanging out with us. Can you tell the listeners how they can stay in touch with you and if there are any large media platforms or publications that are interested in learning more about Paulana, can you tell them how to contact you? Yeah, so you can find me at It's Paulana. That's my Twitter and Instagram name, I-T-S-P-A-U-L-A-N-A. It's Paulana. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, you know, whether you are looking for a TV or on-air personality or, um, or you know, a writer, I am your gal. Um, I, I am your gal. That's it. I am your gal. And, um, and shout out to Tracy G because she was the one that actually coined the, um, the, the term edutainer. So I want to make sure I shout out to her because that's my girl. 
and she inspires me a lot too. So um, Tracy D was the one that came up with Edutainer. So I'm inspired by her. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna call myself Edutainer too and speak that into existence. So yes. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you again. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today. Be sure to catch up on all of the latest episodes of the podcast at NatashaWeston.com forward slash podcast. And also, guys, don't forget to drop a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe for upcoming episodes. I will talk to you guys in episode number 29.